Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I am Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Rick, there is a stranger in the house. I made him show me identification (laughs) to make sure that he was who he claimed Uh he was. I thought he was in disguise when he first walked Mm -hmm. in because had a coat on, didn't have a tie, but had on the, the dress attire, and I'm thinking... Man, who is this guy? I hadn't seen him in so long. The Witness Protection Program. What is up, Emmy? <laughs> hey, guys. He got past security, huh? He got past security? <laughs> well, I, th- I think I'm out now. Uh, I think the mafia's given up on me for now. <laughs> they have quit chasing you. <laughs> huh. Either that or the, the creditors, uh, one of those. But uh, no, I'm too. I, I'm, I want to tell you how long it's been when you think about it, Rick. And I think this might somewhat put it in... I've gotten, in in proper perspective, I have gotten over the course of the last, now get this, couple of years, Marcus was right. Marcus was right. (laughs) Do we have tape? Players Uh, getting money, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Marcus was thinking six figures when he threw all that stuff out there, so... You know, I I, I, I can't say... No, no, I can't say I can't say I was, but I'm sure happy about it. Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Why wouldn't you are too? Aren't you? Well, I, I, both of you guys. I I think though, where maybe we all miss the mark. On the other hand, is how much it dramatically evolved so quickly, Mm. and part of that was due to this word collective. Mm, when the collective started taking off, it changed what seemed to be what few what few rules that there were. <laughs> there became no rules, mm-hmm. and uh, that combined with the transfer portal, uh, I mean, it, it right now is a roster nightmare. Mm-hmm. Name your sport; it's almost a, a a roster nightmare to know from week to week or year to year, especially. Uh, maybe even semester to semester, for that matter. Right. Who is going to be on your roster? And players are coming and going, coming and going. And then you combine that with what uh, the NCAA, and I know it's always been one of your favorite subjects. <laughs> it's always been one of Rick's favorite subjects. But this latest, uh, in rebuttal to both Tennessee and Virginia, I mean, I've seen so many different articles lately Basically, the NCAA is dead. Oh yeah. I mean, what yeah. what it's coming. what are they doing? Where you know where where's their where's their teeth? Yeah. So to speak, and um, and what it really involved, Mark was, again, I don't think we thought it would trickle down this far. No. I think we could semi believe or understand that there could be the quote competitive bidding that could go on for someone in the transfer portal. Yeah. But that was a player who had previously played at the collegiate level. And the argument where Tennessee was being thrown up against the wall in Virginia is obviously they were extending it down to the high school level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were making deals, particularly with quarterbacks, that were well in excess of a million dollars. And all of a sudden now the NCAA says, no, you can't do that. Well, no. A George well, they said, weren't supposed to, but... Uh... 
that that and I think it is in the rules. But what the what the the court said is you can't enforce the rules. No, it's free enterprise. Right. Well, yeah. uh, you know, again, it this goes to show that all along and we would always complain about the greedy kids, but it's not the kids that needed the rules. It was the adults, quote unquote, in the room. <laughs> Uh, the the administrations, the coaches, those were the rule breakers, and continue to be the rule breakers. <clears throat> but I'm so thankful, though, that all of the billions of dollars is being generated, um, you know, from the talents of these young men. These young men get to participate at that at whatever value they can bring. You know, we'll see if. If that changes it at all, but but I think Rick, I think you make the point. I think the courts have kind of spoken. It's going to be difficult to put that genie back yeah. in the box. It's out. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough, and that, that's because it's just like uh, it was a Trey Biddy said yesterday, or maybe Daryl Walker. We had him on yesterday, and he said ten years ago. If they'd have given every student athlete three thousand bucks, oh. you'd never see this. Oh. You'd have never seen That's it. Absolutely. They'd all been happy, ecstatic, thinking mm-hmm. this is absolutely wonderful. Wow. And uh, we hit but the lotto. The NCAA and its arrogance never considered uh, doing that. Sweet. And even as the income kept coming up, and you know, you think about what you guys are saying about the NCAA being dead. The only thing that I mean, the only thing that they're hanging on by a thread is with the NCAA basketball tournament. And if that ever uh, if the NCAA ever loses control of that, well, then it, it's defunct. Uh, and yeah. and obviously the Power Five schools or Power Four or whatever it is now, if they choose to go off and organize themselves, why would they do it just for football? No question. No question. Well, the, NCAA, the NCAA saying, hey, do it for football. Do whatever you want for football. We got the rest of it. Well, why would we do? Why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the NCAA has obviously the College World Series, yeah, and yeah, regionals, lose, so forth and so too. on. Yeah, they could lose all of them. Yeah, track and field. I mean, you can go on down the line what they do administer, but that is all now in jeopardy. Well, and about, Randy, here's what I, we learned yesterday. I, remember the NCAA three years ago made a rule that if you um, if you did not, if you won a conference, a mid-major, like let's say if Little Rock wins their conference, and you don't win your tournament, you automatically go to the NIT because mm-hmm. they had bought the NIT. This year they've changed that. They've dumped that rule. So the power conferences have done it again. They've gotten all the leverage. So here's the way the NIT works. The top six conferences in basketball because it does include the Big East, which is not a big football league, uh, the top six conferences all get the first two teams in. And let's say the SEC has seven in the NCAA or even eight. The next two highest NET teams in the league automatically go to the NIT. So the power leagues get the first 12 spots in the NET, or excuse me, in the NIT, leaving 20 spots so there's breadcrumbs left for the others. And so, uh, so these power schools have already moved into the, the in that. Now they're talking about let's add two teams to the playoff, even though we haven't even had a 12-team playoff yet. That's all to get more money for the SEC and the Big Ten and any of the power schools. So what the <laughs> heck do they need the NCAA for? If, if they're just going to dictate everything anyway, then why don't they just branch off and do it themselves? Well, the, it... I kind of thought maybe their purpose, <laughs> laugh, laugh, was to be for enforcement because that's really right. about all they got left. Well, what are they going to enforce? Yeah, what are they going to enforce? Because <laughs> every time that maybe they what even. The count that each player uses? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it, it is, it is, they are toothless. Yeah. yeah, and um, harmless at this point. Yeah, but, threaten, but guys, me, threaten but, me, NCAA, threaten me. But guys. This yeah. is not doomsday. It's Games not. are more popular than ever. Yeah. Television ratings, revenue higher than ever. You know, I, 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 I would last time I was on, I just get tickled at how everybody was saying this is going to destroy college af- athletics. Well, no, it absolutely not has not. Well, but what's happening, Mark? And this, this is again part of that evolution. 
is I think we're going to see where ESPN and others are going to go to total streaming, mm. which is out. Yeah, which is going to increase what More we money. as the consumer pays. You're going to pay for a package. It may have TBS. It may be have True TV. It may have all those things like uh, for when we come to the NCAA basketball tournament, we're so accustomed to. Of course, CBS right now has those rights, but they may end up on Paramount, and Paramount uh, all of a sudden NBC, now yeah. could be the well. They made a fortune the off the um, the playoff game, didn't they? Uh, yeah. well, I don't know about a fortune, but they made they made they good well. money. Yeah. yeah, they did well. They, Same thing they, with Peacock mm-hmm. when they forced. That's what he's all talking of us about. Peacock, Peacock, in Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, he, I don't know they, how I stole that. I mean, watch that game. But uh. <laughs> but, but here's, here's the here's the golden goose. Here, and this we do not know the answer to this. We've had the golden goose conversation for decades. Mm-hmm. Gosh, now that baseball players are making a million dollars, how can they afford that? <laughs> uh, how can they afford to pay a quarterback two million dollars? You know, so we've had the golden goose discussions That's forever. True. That's but great. for the first time, the golden goose is suffering. And and you don't know how they're going to recover. See, we're talking. There are a lot of sports involved here. Uh, they're talking about an app where you'll get all the ESPNs, mm-hmm. TBS, True TV, the streaming, uh, yeah, the and streaming ABC. Yeah. But but you don't get CBS. You don't get uh, you don't get Fox. So obviously for the NFL, you're 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 out to lunch on that one, except for NBC. And so if you if you put all those together, that's nice. But you're paying for those. But now, if you also like to watch the national news, or if you like to watch some, you know, if you want to watch the Hallmark movies or any of that, then you're going to have to pay extra for that. But Major League Baseball is, they're the first one really facing a major crisis because Diamond Sports, which owns Bally, basically filed for bankruptcy. And... um, is that Amazon has come in and bailed them out for now. The only thing we know about major all the Bally sports this year is they're going to pay their teams this year. They may not be around next year. Amazon may not continue. We, we don't know. So all these Major League Baseball teams that are involved in that, I think there's about 13 of them, they don't know what their 2025 revenue is going to be. They know what 2024 is going to be. So when you start even talking about, you know, Scott Boros has still got three guys that are going to be high-priced free agents that have not signed contracts yet. And I'm guessing there are some teams that would really like to sign them, but they're thinking, hey, we're fine this year, but what if next year we lose millions of dollars in revenue in TV? How, how do we continue this? Well, what if that ekes down to... The NFL is probably the one league that is almost impregnable. But what if this ekes down to college athletics and all of a sudden you don't have as much money as you thought you were going to? And it may be five or ten years from now, but it it could happen. All right, let's talk with uh, Jason. Jason, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. By the way, Arkansas is up 12 to nothing over Grambling in the... Bottom, pardon me, the bottom of the tw- uh, fourth inning, 12 to nothing. I think they'll get the run rule. Sounds After like seven it. Innings, yeah. yeah. Jason, hey good you afternoon. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Hey, good, buddy. Hey, you guys, how y'all doing? Good, Great. thank you. Um, I got a question for you. M- Emmy, are you there? I'm here. How are you, Jason? Good. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, we play Vanderbilt tonight, and Vanderbilt is not that good, so... How's the team going to be? I know Jalen Battles who got 42 points his last game against uh, is he scored by 42 Missouri. points against and Missouri against yeah. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. So and uh, he, he, he is really good. Yes. Yeah. So how's he how's he going to uh, stand up against tonight against Vanderbilt? Because I know Vanderbilt is not that good this year. So yeah. if I know we win against Vanderbilt tonight. And um, who you play this weekend? And then if we won, we will win three in a row until Saturday. Who you play this weekend, um, Marcus? Do you know? Yeah, Kentucky at Lexington. That's not fun. It's gonna be tough because I know it's gonna be tough because I know we lost to them by six and play. Well, they, you know, they had to play hard. That's and, right. And uh, and then uh, who's gonna um, is Keon and um, uh, Keon Manfield's gonna play? 
tonight. He's uh, day to day. Day to day. Don't know that he he of the three guys that have missed time, he seemed like the one that was uh, least likely to be back tonight. Yeah, and I know that I saw uh Trevor Trevor Brazil was playing last night, not played playing last minutes. night, playing against uh, yeah, Vanderbilt. Played, played a few minutes and um, Graham Graham might play a little bit tonight. Okay then um uh, hey Marcus uh Yes. Can you get the uh, update on? Um, can you um, talk to me more about that um, game tonight against Vanderbilt? And um, they do have a big one coming up this weekend at Wub against uh, Kentucky. And I'll let you go. All Thank right, you, Andy. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Boy, he's, t- he's just turned it to you immediately, Marcus. Oh, no. An analysis of the Arkansas Vanderbilt game tonight. What do you think? Well, I think, uh, as Jason says, man, he's not very good. <laughs> And Arkansas has just been gangbusters all season. Well, not quite. (laughs) Vandy has a little bit of the Arkansas disease and the Mm -hmm. fact that at times they can struggle offensively. Mm -hmm. But they've beaten Arkansas the last two times they played, including at Bud Walton Arena. Yes, sir. And um, I think Stackhouse has his back against the wall. Let's see if his kids play for him with his back against the wall. And uh, they've got three good players. I'm not saying they, they are superstars by any measure of the word, but they've got three players. And then uh, I think um, uh, the term, um, I forget the term Matt Zimmerman used. It's like complimentary players. What's a complimentary player? Someone that just... Hey, you're a nice guy. You're a nice yeah, guy, too. you're a nice guy. I, I really like you. Yeah, I like that shirt you're wearing. Thank yeah, <laughs> very complimentary. But um, They can all compliment their coach. He's the best dresser in the league. I still say, oh, my goodness gracious. Yes, he is the best dressed man in the league. He and Buzz Williams. Buzz, yeah. Buzz, Buzz likes the three-piece dress. suits. He does. Yeah. The vest. And uh, the vest. But uh, I think Stack, by far, is the best dresser in the league. Not helping him win many games. No, but um, I just think I don't. I don't think it's the true analogy of rolling the ball out and letting Arkansas no, play. Never, not with Arkansas. You but I do. Well. I do believe though you've got to allow, as it's happened over the last couple of games, you got to let them play. Yeah, and play through some mistakes. Now it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to use Brazil. They played four minutes the other night. How much will they continue to mix him into the lineup? But uh, I think Musselman right now would guard against doing anything that would disrupt what they're doing right now as the team. In fact, I, I on my double R prop specials, uh, Mark had 10 against Missouri, realizing Battle had 42. But I'm thinking as players continue to emerge and kind of come out of their shell that they've been in in some cases – it may be difficult for Mark to average seventeen and a half yeah. is what he's scoring now because you got other contributors, but you got to let him play. And I think that's been the uh, the key to battle. Let him play. Of course, he didn't make many mistakes the other night. Phenomenal game when you think about it. He had forty two points, but he did not have one zero, not one turnover. Oh wow. I think he had six boards. Did he not, Rick? Five or six mm-hmm. rebounds. That's I mean, right. it was it was a yeah. complete game. Fourteen and fourteen at the free throw line. You think back, and I'm jumping around just a little bit. I wouldn't hear. I had some doctor's appointments yesterday, um, but this may have been. Get ready, not unbelievable. This was one of the greatest weekends in Arkansas Razorback sports. Mm-hmm. Really? You realize? Oh, yeah. There was a perfect game in softball. Mm-hmm. Wow. There was a 17 strikeout performance by Hagen Smith on Friday night. Wow. And then you had the 42 points by battle. Some great, great performances. And then well, that's not including what happened in track and field. That's right. You think, has there ever been... <clears throat> A weekend. Now, granted, when football's playing, just about the only thing that's ongoing would be track and field cross country. Mm-hmm. You don't have all these sports. And they would always win then. And mm-hmm. I'm sure set records. Uh, back but then. to see one performer on one field 
throw a perfect game, another one. I'm still amazed that Oregon State got three hits off of Hagen Smith. And then Molina comes back uh, two nights later and basically throws a no-hitter. I think he went, what, six innings, five, five. or six innings. Five innings, struck out ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Didn't allow a hit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then combine that with the 42 points. Battle, bless his heart, if he had known how close he was, <laughs> like he needed one more point to surpass, well, tie. 43 would have tied him with Todd Day. I have to tell you, I'm, I'm happy for him. Glad he had that effort. I'm very glad he didn't break that record. True. Because mm-hmm. Todd Day was a great player for four years. Mm-hmm. Battle has started seven games at Arkansas. And next year, most people will forget who he was. So uh, and so I'm glad he did it. Glad I don't know about forgetting. Kind of uh, in two years, it'll be who these guys are. Uh, so and I, hey, I'm, I'm glad he did it. I'm happy for him. <clears throat> but Todd Day is one of the greatest players in Razorback history, the all-time leading scorer. He did it against LSU at Baton Rouge when LSU was really good. They had Shaquille O'Neal and uh, battled it against a Missouri team that hadn't won a conference game. Uh, I know, doesn't get Rodney Clark's the only guy to ever score 50, and he did it in a in a season opening game against a team that was horrible. So I, I get that. You can do it that way, but... I guess I'm glad that Todd Day still has the record. Is this the most disappointing Razorback basketball season since when? It's probably since uh, the year John Pelfrey's team beat Oklahoma, beat Texas and Oklahoma back-to-back when they're in the top ten and then won two conference games. Yeah. Mm. Probably the most disappointing since then. Boy, was that not an egg. Yeah. All right. We will step aside for a moment. Good to have M.E. back with sure, us. Great to be back, buddy. Better known as Marcus Elliott, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. February is Valentine's Month at Guadney Buick GMC. Go beyond flowers and chocolate by surprising your love with a new ride from Guadney Buick GMC. The Valentine's sale is the best time to upgrade your love's ride. These sweetheart deals won't last starting with 2023 and 2024 GMC Sierras loaded with 5.3 V8 with under 1% interest. Plus, for Valentine's, get an extra 32.50 purchase allowance when trading in a 2010 or newer vehicle. The sweetheart deals don't end there. Guadney Buick GMC is offering under 1% interest on several of the most popular models, including 2023 Buick Envision, 2023 Buick Enclaves, and the insanely popular 2024 GMC Terrain. Fall in love with the 2024 Encore GX and drive off for as low as $219 per month. It's Guadney Buick GMC's Valentine's sale, and if he needs to, Cupid will shoot arrows through your bad credit because this month, everyone is approved. That's Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club in North Little Rock. GMC, we are professional grade. You've heard about the thousands of patients finally getting relief from chronic joint pain thanks to QC Kinetic's non-invasive treatments. And here's one who was determined to avoid surgery. Meet Vicki. The orthopedic surgeon said, well, you're going to need knee replacement sooner rather than later. Now, I kept hearing commercials about QC Kinetics and thought, well, I'm going to check them out first. QC Kinetics has treated over 20,000 patients like Vicki around the country. People who were told they needed surgery but chose a more natural, less invasive approach that uses regenerative treatments to help heal and restore painful joints with no downtime. If QC Kinetics had not been what I expected, I would have gone through with the surgery, but I got so much relief and am now pretty much pain-free that I don't have to have the surgery. Before going under the knife, you need to check out QC Kinetics. The consultation is free. Call today. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Now you can watch all your favorite Buzz shows streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. Sumo 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 is Arkansas's first ever exhibition of sumo wrestling featuring the world's largest sumo, Hiroki, who stands 6'4", 580 pounds. Featured in the movie John Wick 4, he will go belly to belly against a 6'4", 500 pound Raimi and Mindy, who is 5'10", and weighs 330 pounds. In addition, they will wrestle celebrities Roger Scott, Heather 
Heather Baker and Don Gooch. All the action will be in Hot Springs at the Bank OZK Arena on March 3rd at 6 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at www.hotsprings.org slash events. Attention Arkansans, low interest rates are back at Red River Ford of Cabot. And we've got a huge selection of new Ford F-150s. And you can get 1.9% for 72 months. Folks, you heard me right, 1.9%. Like I said, low interest rates are back. And at Red River Ford, we've also got the discounts to go along with it. Make that easy drive here to exit 19 or check us out at RedRiverFordCabot.com for Arkansas's best buying experience. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Marcus Elliott. I'm Randy Rainwater. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with valuable benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, direct deposit payroll services, safe deposit box, Retirement services, commercial account analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. But it's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. And we are also joined by... Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Well, oh, by the way, if you are keeping score for what it's worth, now 14 to nothing, Arkansas is leading Grambling State. We are now joined by the... Guru of baseball, better known as Kevin Bohannon. Well, Kevin, where were these bats this past weekend? They're in Arlington, but, of course, I'm only being tongue-in-cheek because yeah. pitching was probably a little better. I think the pitching was a little bit better down in Arlington, wouldn't you yeah. say? No doubt. Yeah, pitching was quite a bit better down in Arlington this past weekend, and it, this is good. And If you've seen Major League Baseball movies and Major League and you talk about slump busters and something to change your mind. Grambling is a good slump buster right now. So changing things up. Honestly, guys, the Oklahoma State game, I didn't know if we were going to have to sacrifice the chicken or what. <laughs> bucket of KFC. Did you have any beads? Did you have any beads you could put on those bats as well? Man, I had everything going. Uh, about the 12th inning, I got up from my seat. When Donovan Witten, the hog linebacker, was sitting right next to us, and me and him went and stood up behind where we were sitting. Had a little area right there. I was like, I got to change something up here. So, Amber, you sit in my seat. I'm going to go stand behind you, and just don't look at me crazy because this is what baseball people do to try to change the look. <laughs> works works really well, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. does. 100% Still of lost. the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Although it didn't work, did it? Yeah. Well, but I've seen but Kevin, try, you know, in uh, travel baseball, Turn his hat inside out, turn it backwards, <laughs> turn his shirt inside out. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't want to take his pants off in front of the public out there, but he probably would have tried yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, no, that's baseball. Works every time. Yeah, it is baseball. It? Yeah, it does yeah. work. And that's, that's why yeah, superstition is so good. It works every time. <laughs> for, for people out there that are saying, well, how can you beat Oregon State and lose to Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State's a good team. Now, I said last Tuesday, this is not an Oklahoma State team like they were last year. They're not as good as they were the last couple of years, but they're still 
a good team. They're not going to beat TCU in the Big 12, but Gabe Davis, the kid that threw six innings right in the middle of the game on Saturday night, was lights out. Fastball 93-95, power slider. I mean, he's 6'5", 240. He's good. So uh, the Holiday kid, he Another Holiday. Is that the same family? No, not the okay. same family. This Holiday is from Florida. Okay. Spelled. I was wondering. Yeah. I, was, I had that same question. Yeah. Yeah. Randy, this kid actually played for the Georgia Jackets, and we faced him a couple of times. Reed, he, he graduated the same year Reed did. So when I saw him on the mound, I was like, hey, it looks really familiar. Then I saw the leg kick, and I was like, oh, I know who that is. So they did not make adjustments quick enough in that game. That's what really frustrated me because Holiday's pitching them backwards. He, curveball, curveball, fastball. He's, his tempo was really good. He tried to get ahead of these hitters really quick. And the pattern was really predictable, but that's neither here nor there. They lost the game, but one, two out of three. They're five and two right now, about to be six and two. And a lot of young guys are getting some work today. Cooper Dawson from Springdale Harbor got to pitch his first outing of the year. Went three up, three down. Struck out the side. Four pitch mix. Fastball up to ninety five. So it's good to see these younger guys getting some action um, after a long weekend of strikeouts. Were you surprised? Fisher, Big Tuna got the start today. I would have had him in the uh, starting the game, but then I thought, okay, pitch Saturday, twenty four hours Sunday. Then you come back Monday, another twenty four hours. That's forty eight. And I realized he only went one inning today, only threw twelve total pitches. But I was still surprised. I guess you could use that almost like a bullpen to a degree, could you not, Kevin? That's exactly right. It was the same thing with Will McIntyre last week because he brought they brought him in and had a kind of a bullpen inning, so to speak. That so was yeah, Sunday. went out there that was Sunday, Sunday, yeah, yeah, last Sunday. So we expected not to see him on Monday after we talked on Friday against James Madison. So yeah, he came in on Sunday, got light work in. Uh, yeah, it didn't surprise me. He's earned that spot as the fourth starter, and I think Dave Van Horn wanted to reward him and say, okay. You're our guy right here. And, of course, he was co-freshman of the week in the SEC conference. And I tell you what, guys, if there would have been co-pitchers of the week in the SEC, I would have had to write a letter. And I would have had Marcus Elliott go down there with me to Birmingham. (laughs) We would have walked in there and just got in the middle of their stuff if Hagen Smith was not just pitcher of the week by himself. But he was one of the best performances. It was the best performance I've ever seen in a college pitcher. That that had to be something to behold, just uh, to be there in person, to see something that absolutely dominating, because it didn't matter what he threw, it seemed to be the right pitch, he seemed to have the right location, everything was working. I, I said this a moment ago, Kevin, I was shocked they even had three hits. Oregon State even had three hits. I just didn't well, think- two of them were infield hits, one of them was the bunt. Then they had the infield single to Alloy, and the only real hit they got was the one up the middle that just got out of the reach of gloves. So, you know, they didn't square him up all right, night. Right. And I, I, I use this analogy, and if you, a lot of fans out there, they played video games, you know, back when it was Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, whatever. But it was like Hagen Smith was a created player on a baseball game. And God was controlling the, the joystick that hmm. night because he threw it wherever he wanted to, whatever count. Even when he got behind with his fastball and it got a little loose on him, he was able to go to a slider in any count and get back in rhythm. So, And he set the tone right away, which was beautiful, because Travis Bazana is one of the top hitters in the nation. He hit 586 last week in their opening weekend. First pitch, 99. Second pitch, 88-mile-per-hour slider that he swung so early on, he could have swung twice. And then the slider pitch put away. You're guessing at that point. That was the only two times he threw a slider that inning because the fastball had so much late life to it that those guys had no clue. And you you could see it going back to the dugout. Those guys were just lost. Like, we can't do anything. And I've I've seen that situation before. I've been in that situation before. As a hitter, it's like, we, we can't do anything because he's just too good. What about the sticks? Okay, I realize they're pounding the ball. 14, let's see, 12 hits so far, 14 runs, 24 at-bats. Needless to say, they're they're hitting the ball all over the park. Uh, let's see, Lovich is now in the lineup. 
Uh, Wagner, hope he gets a couple of swings. Uh, he needs to swing the bat. Polk, uh, he started at the catching spot. He's one for three today. Four RBIs. Had a grand slam. Yep, yeah. had, had the granny. Aloy, oh my goodness, one for three. This young man has struggled mightily. Souza, he's into the game now. And let's see, I guess that's the only other changes. Edmondson started in center field. Yeah. Did that kind of surprise you, starting Edmondson? Not really, because Coach Van Horn had said Edmondson had been their most consistent hitter uh, throughout preseason, so he rewarded him with the start today. Yet got some town down, down there in Arlington as well. So, hey, let's put him in center field, give Wilms Meyer a day off, see how Edmondson performs in center field, because those guys are going to have to rotate out there. Jason Jones, of course, had a home run today, uh, his first of the year. But it's, uh, to your point about the hitting, one one thing, these guys, th- there's more two strike approach than there has been in the past. If you see you saw guys, you see guys choking up a little bit, spreading out, and trying to put the ball in play. But it is almost inexcusable to have a runner on third, less than two outs, and have two straight strikeouts. Mm-hmm. You can't do that at a high level and expect to win a college world series and a national championship. So it's good it's better that that stuff happens right now i don't think they're trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark every time so the people that are out there saying oh we're just trying to jack the ball 450 feet every time no they're not trying to do that they did not have good at bats because they were uncomfortable it looked like they were up there guessing so much instead of just letting the game come to them and just putting barrel on ball that's what i saw a lot of there was a lot of pressing going on hudson white Looked like he was kind of in his own head. So right now, I say a lot of it's mental. I don't think a lot of it's physical, which which can be worked out. Another thing, Coach Van Horn has played pick up. Just he spun the roulette wheel and and threw a dart at the dartboard and picked a line up out of a hat. No, he hasn't done that, but it helps that a guy knows that he's going to be in there every day. It's a mindset. So if you know where you're going to be in the lineup, where you're going to be. And Coach Van Horn said this at the beginning of the season. I'm going to have a lot of lineups to begin the season. The guys have to adapt to that. So, they, yes, they have to adapt to it. There's, We've had four different catchers in, and the fourth one hit a grand slam his first at bat. Does that mean he's going to catch on Friday night? No. But, you know, it's just one of the things that is going on right now with the lineup that these guys, maybe they're not comfortable where they're at, and they're just going to figure it out. He did, you know, we've talked a lot about this. This is a lineup full of middle-of-the-lineup hitters, so knowing your role as a leadoff. Kendall Diggs has done a great job at leadoff spot. He was two for three today with a double. He's hitting over 400. Jared Sprague Lutz uh, leading a team. He's hitting 435 on the year. So you've only had really three consistent hitters with those two and Ben McLaughlin. The other six, seven, eight really have to figure it out. All right, Kevin, what about Jack Wagner? I, I'm expecting more from Jack Wagner Played Friday night, but then we didn't see him the rest of the weekend. What's going on there? Yeah, I, I wish I knew. And it was brought up in a post-game press conference. Uh, it's just right now, he wants Helfrick to play a lot. And you saw that with him catching Saturday night and DHing on Friday. So Hudson White's going to play, whether it DH or catcher. It's the fact right now, Ben McLaughlin's one of the top hitters on the team. There's just not a spot for him. I thought he would go to left field, honestly, because he's an infielder, outfielder. And if he could go to left field and produce out there, that, that'd be a spot for him. But right now, he's just not a spot. Have to get him at bats when he can. He came in Saturday night against Oklahoma State. So I'm hoping he does something today that says, hey, I need to be in there. I need to play. So far, he's had one at bat. He walked in that. Yes. Loan at bat. All right, hang on, Kevin. We got to step away for a moment. Rick Schaefer, M.E. Marcus Elliott, joined by the beautiful Tyler Elliott. Holy smokes! Hadn't seen her since the crib. There you go. Morning Mayhem heads back to Fletcher. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sherwood Thursday to check in with their old buddy Frank Fletcher. Stop in or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb. And I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. 
I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems. And that's exactly what Arkansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all Arkansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Webb for Chief Justice Committee. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Television had never seen anything quite like the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Tom and Dick Smothers were a unique combination of musical talent and comedy genius. But despite the show's runaway success, their constant criticism of the Vietnam War angered CBS executives who made the decision to cancel them. At a reunion show 20 years later, former writer Steve Martin asked Tom, how does it feel to be right? The truth usually comes out sooner or later, folks. You can count on it. The truth is that Double B's is here to serve Arkansas. Our 34 locations have great food, drinks, and deals on gasoline. Double B's is a one-stop destination for everything you need. Double B's is where you gas it, Grab it and go. That's Double B's. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, M.E. Marcus Elliott. Did we say T.E.? Tyler Elliott. Uh, I'm Randy Rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. But we are joined by Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. Neil, I don't know if I'll have a job after this Grambling game. Um we were worried about oh, yeah. some guys even getting a hit, much less. I mean, some guys have not only had one hit, they've had multiple hits and a bunch of runs scored and home runs flying yeah. out of the park. Uh, did I understand correctly the line started at four and a half today? Arkansas, four and a half run favorite? Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the run line, and that's, that's a high run line. And let me tell you what, you're, you're okay, Randy, because – the debate around here was what team was going to win by more points, the basketball team or the, or the baseball team. Yeah. That was the that that was a debate this morning around here, and uh, we had a few pick the baseball. And uh, right now they're up by 14. So, uh, hey, and, and the line on the on the basketball game is at 10.5 now. So uh, you can take that for what it's worth, but that's interesting. And we had a little uh, 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 nice little prop special this morning for – that combine the basketball and the and the baseball. It looks like the bas- the baseball is, a, is in pretty good shape right now, and uh, we'll see how it turns out tonight. But uh, yeah, important game tonight. Uh, uh, need a good showing tonight, and uh, there's plenty of opportunity with those double R props, like there was with the ba- baseball game. So uh, make your picks. That guy scores 42. So what do I do? I have Khalif Battle 
14 and a half total points <laughs> over four and a half total three-point attempts. That's yeah. you'd think that'd be a layup, but just knowing how inconsistent things have been consistently for this basketball team, um, I don't know what I really didn't know what what mm-hmm. to expect out of battle. And then Mark, yeah. I've got him at 13 and a half points, and his points have been going down over the last three or four games. And three and a half total defensive rebounds plus one eighty. I'm telling you, I don't. Going from game to game, all I can do is go by the averages, and sometimes the averages don't even tell you the true story. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and then you throw in that they're playing Vanderbilt tonight, uh, that has not had a lot of good showings this year. Yeah. So that's a dynamic about it. That's what makes it fun. And and like I said, when when we put out a line and we price it, that's our opinion. And. Uh, when you make that bet, you're saying your opinion is better than ours, and uh, we find out at the end of the game. <laughs> so uh, that's that's the thrill of the sports betting. Also, don't ch- uh, check out the uh, the quick bet specials, uh, how many points to be scored in the first minute of the game, how many threes in the first three minutes, and then the method of the first basket. There's a lot of neat little options out there, and uh, you can take advantage of those too. Yeah, I see those right there, first basket specials. And then the uh, quick bet specials. That's all part of Saracen. And then uh, you got your NBA specials. Good gracious, they just go on and on as they always do. NHL specials. Uh, uh, the Cup specials. Federation specials. That's the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. that's the FA Cup Federation. England Cup matches. So uh, uh, we actually get some interest over there. Some people get up real early in the morning to watch some of those soccer games. So, yeah, uh, we see those bets ticking in. We love it. All right, where do we find all this good stuff, Neil? Hey, go to betsaracen.com or check us out in the Apple or the uh, Google Play Store. It's a quick download, and in a little as five minutes after registration and depositing, you can make the bets on your favorite teams or players. There you go. Thank you, Neil. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. And let's talk with Rick. Rick, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, uh, uh, man, this baseball team is so great. The only thing we got to do, which I did make a, a, a bet, and uh, I said we would win all three games. And, boy, I, uh, I had over 300. Man, it was going to pay me good. But, <laughs> thank I mean, we stranded so many players mm-hmm. on Saturday. But, anyway, that's just betting. But, hey. Clean yep. up the infield. He's got so many great players, and uh, but I really want to talk to Marcus. Hey, Rick, my big time Marcus. Hey, Rick, one of the best offensive linemen, and he's really smart. Well, the best. What? He, he's, he's one of the best players in Razorback history. Uh, you don't what think that, he's their greatest? Yeah. Don't get Rick going with this again, <laughs> please. I know I can't help it, but he's one of my. But he's thank you, very Rick. Intelligent. Thank you, thank you, Rick. In hey, spite, in spite of the question. other Rick. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask one more question. Sure. I didn't know you'd ask the first. Can I ask one more? <laughs> yes, sir. Go right ahead. ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. What does Marcus Elliott uh, think about all of our new linemen, uh, NIL, and recruits? Uh, that's what I'm yeah. uh, really intrigued about when he's on the show. All right. Thank you, Rick. It's, it's good to hear you again, too, my friend. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. You just like all the compliments. I do. That's <laughs> okay. okay. It's, it's, everybody does. That's I'm very easy. nice. No. <laughs> No, I you know guys the the NIL I think I think Arkansas has embraced it. I think the linemen we need to see. I keep saying this guys. This is the SEC. So I love the aggressiveness. I love the going after the the, the top talent. Um 
But now, here's the good news. I think Bobby Petrino has a history and a track record of being able to utilize that talent. So I'm, I'm really hopeful, guys. I'm hopeful they got the right folks to fit what he does, and I'm sure he had um, big input into evaluating the talent on the line of scrimmage as well as otherwise. So I think he's going to be able to maximize it eventually. However, this is the SEC. All these teams are getting better and, you, and, and have money to spend. Don't you think, Mark, though, the first move that basically was made was bringing in the ex-Baylor offensive line coach, Eric Mateos? Okay, yes. Because I I I think they were woefully undercoached last year. Oh. Certainly, you could question even lack of <laughs> any development that yeah. went on with that offensive line. There are some prospects that I keep waiting for this day. Emerian Harris, as an example. Now, there's others who did see just a little bit of playing time. I mean, a little bit on that offensive line, but some of these guys came in. Extremely highly regarded, and so far we've seen little yeah. or nothing of those guys. So is it overvaluation yeah. or lack of development? I think it's both. No question. In my mind, it's both. Guys, when you look at the talent that they're playing against and compared to Arkansas's talent, and the coaching, as you said, there's no other way to cut it. It's just been subpar. And I, I didn't just say that now when the coach is gone. I, I said that back then. Uh, but, no, it's both. And you can't win. Now, who's responsible for that? Co- coach Pittman is a um, one of the top offensive line coaches in the nation. So he's got to grab that by the bull and say, listen, we can't have that. Eventually he did. But now he's got to make the right hire uh, that with the right coach that can that can recruit talent for the, the offense they're going to run. Okay? You're not going to out-recruit Alabama, Georgia, um, LSU when it just comes to physical talent. So you have to find uh, athletes that can fit your scheme, and, and hopefully that's that's what's happened. Uh, Kevin, did we – ooh, 18 to nothing is now. Yeah, Jason wow. Jones hit a grand slam. Woo! Well, he's getting a lot of uh, attaboys today. Uh, Jason yeah. Jones is attaboys. Uh, Peyton Hope, by the way, three for three on the day. Uh, Edmondson, two for two. Diggs, two for three. Sprague Lott is one for two. Uh, White, Hudson White, one for three. Polk, one for three. Aloy, he's done for the day. He was one for three. So some of these averages needed a little help. So... Hopefully this will now be the beginning of these thawing out of the bats that need to occur. All right, Kevin, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Kevin is headed down to Hot Springs for one of the new showcase tournaments we've got ongoing. All right, thank you, Kevin. Up next, Trey Biddy. Well, show it's the t- end t- of the tournament. month, and you know what that means. We've got a sales goal, and we've got to hit it. We can get a big pile of money from Chrysler, and if we miss it, we get zero. So I've told Zippy and all of our managers to do whatever it takes to sell you between now and the end of the month. Folks, we have 